It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right. Hour number three, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Our next guest, uh, Drago, back with us again. Drago Dimitrov, how are you, sir? John, I'm coming to you now as a father with a newborn. Hey, congratulations. Good job. Thank you. Yeah, we'll we'll see what kind of man of virtue I can raise. (laughs) Oh, that is awesome. Good for you. There's nothing, uh, nothing more fun and challenging at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's been exciting, but um, I mean, wow. I will say he's a he's a he's a big baby now, 98th percentile. I don't know what that means, but he's a big boy. That's good. That's awesome. Good for you. As long as they're healthy and they start learning and you know listen to you, uh, you'll you you'll be fine. You'll be in good shape. Which this week, for all of you listening, this is I'm not telling stories here. Uh, the other day. I'm going through all my different show notes and looking ahead, looking at the calendar and so on. I'm like, man, I got to get Drago back on. It's been a little bit since we talked to him, and I need to get him back on. And Drago, this is not an exaggeration. It wasn't, but I literally was going to send you an email, and it wasn't, but a couple hours later, I get one from you instead, which means that's why you're here. Some of the best things seem to happen that way, where it feels like a coincidence, but then there's something meaningful behind it, and I don't know how that works. Yeah, no such thing as coincidence. Exactly. You know that as well as I. Oh, and, and today, this is the other thing that I thought was interesting. You sent me three different articles. I picked out one because it happens to be an article that we're covering on our National Crawford Roundtable podcast uh, next Wednesday, by the way. And that is, is it ever okay to start a revolution? Now, if we'd have said that to our founding fathers, we already know what the answer would have been. Now, I will say, Drago, that even back in the 1700s, there was huge debate and lots of people were not in favor of going to war, you know, going to, you know, revo- you know revolting, I should say, and going to war with, you know, with, with Charles and England. That's just not what they were looking to do. But yet that's what happened. Yeah, it's all it's obvious. I mean, when we talk about history, we, we say that, you know, the good guys always won. Uh, of course, it's just the same thing as saying history is written by the, the victors. Um, and of course, yeah, I mean, we, we like what happened with America and the values and all of that. Uh, but one of the things I was thinking about is that, yeah, I mean, it's not so obvious how people today would have thought back then, because a lot of people would have been in favor of, you know what, like we have this nice parent in England. Uh, I have my business. And I, and I, I should have said King George, emotion. not King Charles. You know, King, yeah, we've got King George. He's looking out for us. It's not so bad. You know, to your point, that's what a lot of people would say today if they'd lived back then. Exactly. And so then, um, yet at the same time, a lot of the people who are more uh, complacent, um, they would say, but no, you know, red, white, and blue revolution, that was the best thing. Oh, my gosh, amazing. But then, you know, any type of criticism of the government today, they would be caught like, whoa, 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 like, let's not criticize the government too much. Uh, And so there's a little bit of an inconsistency. Uh, I think little bit is putting it mildly. There's a lot of inconsistencies as far as that goes. And, and I, again, I can't speak to our founding fathers. You know, Drago, as you know, all we can do is read a lot of the things that they wrote. A lot of them journaled different things. They made public speeches. You know, you can pretty much get a pretty good idea of what each one thought about things. And, and on top of that, a lot of them made absolute, huge, life-changing uh, in some cases, death sacrifices to do the things that they did in regards to a revolt. And, and you just have to ask yourself a question. Number one, are we ready for one today? Number two, who would do it? No, yeah, are we ready? Who would do it? And then, I mean, of course, the main topic I wrote about is, well, is it even a, a right thing to do? Or how would you even know if it's a right thing yeah. to do? Um, or... Actually, I'd even be curious how you would think about it or how you think that um, your audience would think about it. You know, and again, we, we talked a little bit about this for, for the podcast, and do I think we're there yet? No. I'll be the first one to say that. Are we, are we ready to take up arms and, and go against, you know, the powers that be? No, we're not there. Could we be? I mean, I, th- I don't have a crystal ball, so I think that's a hard answer, Drago. I think when, when we continue, though, to go down a path where the powers that be— continue to infringe upon our rights, our inalienable rights, the rights God gave us, 
uh, you know, everything from free speech to the Second Amendment and on down the line we go. The more and more of that they continue to infringe on and even then start imprisoning individuals over, which, again, is much like what England was doing at the time. I do think there's a tipping point that we have to get to to say, okay, is enough enough? Are we there yet? No, we still got elections and things that we can make drastic changes in. Problem it is, Drago, with that, the other side continues to do every single thing they possibly can, lying, cheating, stealing, using the FBI you know, in their, in their own way to, to win elections and so on. It's getting harder and harder for the good guys to win. You, I mean, yeah, there's, there's a lot of difficulties, as you mentioned. Um, now, one tension I am curious, uh, if you want to explore it, is how, how would, uh, let's say, a Christian, for example, or someone, maybe a religious person in general, um, make the case for, I mean, look, the, the fact is the revolution tends to involve some sort of violence or at least, you know, physical right. force. Where, right. um, so how, you know, how would a Christian, because, I mean, you look at Christ and um, would he, you know, be supporting a revolution in, in any time period? I forget, you know, any specific history, just in general, the concept of revolution, an ethical one, or is it just a matter of, you know, Group A's desires versus Group B's desires, and, you know... No, that's a good question. A, yeah. No, no, th- no th- those are really good questions, thought-provoking, and let me answer this in two parts. Number one, I'm afraid to say this, saddened by it, actually, that the majority of churchgoers aren't going to do anything. They're not picking up a single arm Drago, so frankly, I don't think even in their own mind they have to ever answer that because we have such weak Christianity today that I'm not sure they even understand what patriotism is and even what our founding fathers went through because we haven't taught civics in the pulpit like we once did. We have completely abandoned that over the past 50-plus years, so the reality is, unfortunately, I don't think that's even a major question because the Church today won't do anything. I'm sorry, Drago, they're just not going to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, as far as doing something uh, at a micro level... You're, you're like, doing good to get first, some of them to even vote, Drago. Nonetheless, pick up arms. <laughs> well, yeah. So let me well, let me ask this. if Let's say if something... I mean, revolution, that's, that's like a big... Or any kind of war. That's, that's, a big, that's big groups of people, big causes. Correct. You know, united. Well, and, and remember, let's not... You know, let's make sure we... Get this straight as well. Get the record straight. It didn't start big. Even the Revolutionary War, it started with small groups of Minutemen, small groups of individuals that thought, listen, we are tired of this thumb of England being upon us. This is not the way it was designed. We we escaped over to this continent to get rid of King George and his oppressiveness, especially when it came to religious freedom and taxation. Those are the two biggies, by the way, as you know, that started the war in the first place, which, frankly, we're not far from again now. That's the reason why all of that started up in the first place. How does how do you determine, with, I guess, prudent judgment, when the oppressiveness is real or not? So let me, let me like right. You could say well, there's legitimate oppression and, and non-legitimate, right? Where we right. know some people will say, uh, and you might even you know if someone is oversensitive, thinking that they're being oppressed. Well, you're not oppressed, but at the same time, someone could always say that about you. Say, well, what are you so oppressed about? So is there an objective way to say, oh, you know what? This is the threshold. I'm now officially oppressed too much, or is it just a feeling? You know, just like well, I just don't like it. I don't like being disrespected, so I'm mad. And because you know, I'm more disagreeable than the guy next to me. I'm gonna, you know, right. like, is there an actual objective way to decide when yes. enough is enough? Or I think there is. is. It just kind of you think so? Okay. No, I don't think it's. I don't think it's a emotional type thing at all. I think, for example, and we went through this, and this is why I'm telling you the church isn't going to do anything because the church caved during COVID. When cities and governments said, churches, you, can, you can't be open. You, know, you can't do this, you can't do that, and if you are, you got to wear a mask, you got to do this, you got to do that, blah, 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 blah. And by the way, the churches, in a lot of cases, just caved. They told their people to stay home. They did video, you know, video things and so on. That, to me, Drago, was, was one of the examples of where the churches should have just said, you know what, no. We aren't doing this. We're going to stay open. If you want to arrest each and every one of us and all of our parishioners at the same time, be my guest. But we're going to open up. But guess what, Drago? The churches didn't do that. A few did, but not very many. You're right, John. So that, I mean, okay, so let's say if we, we call that, like, we're going to go to church regardless, regardless of what the yep. laws are. 
So that's like a let's say a civil demonstration. You're Correct. Disobeying the law. Okay. That's civil but disobedience that, at that point. Collective civil disobedience. Right, and of course that there's you know even the, you you could support that from easily from a Christian perspective. But when the, when you know migrating from civil disobedience to no 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 we're going to replace actively replace the system and put new people in charge. That that's a different step. So it to is. Me it's still unclear. Yeah. What, what well, I, and and I think just like in the. You know, in the days of old, you know, in the 1700s, it, it wasn't, and this is something I think most people forget, it wasn't just a single light switch. I mean, yes, there was a single shot fired that started the war, and I understand that. But leading up to that, it was a multitude of events that happened. Everything from, you know, revolting against the taxation to the assembly to the, you know, again, freedom of religion, just you know, freedom of speech even. A lot of the different things they were going through, it wasn't just a single item. Again, they got to a tipping point collectively where certain individuals finally said, you know what? Enough is enough is enough. And no King George, we're not putting up with this any longer. And that first shot got fired. Yeah. So yeah. Was it just uh, based on the average personality, I guess, of what made that tipping point? I guess. So one, one question I had in my mind, I'm like, okay, if there is any justification, because maybe there isn't, right? I mean, I don't know. Maybe you can make the argument that you just have to eat it no matter what as a Christian. Who no, knows? no, I am, I'm not that guy. I'm not, I am not that kind of a Christian, and I do believe that our country was formulated differently than other countries. In fact, you know, biblically speaking, we're closer to what the children of Israel were under judges than they were under kings, of course. We're more underneath that government type of a setup than any other government structure they ever talked about in the Old or New Testament. So bottom line, Drago, there's really no great examples in Scripture other than what I just said to even tell us how we should act. Governmentally yeah, speaking, well, I mean. Well, yeah, I mean, in the Old Testament, you had maybe a, more of an explicit, you know, God making the announcement, and right? But then, and then Christ came, so then in post-Christ, becomes less obvious. Well, so let me ask this. I mean, I, in my mind, I'm thinking... Um, at an individual level, there's a principle of self-defense. You know, you have Correct. the right to defend your life um, if, if your life is being threatened. Even then, there's there's a little bit of a ambiguity because let's say someone's attacking me, I have to use judgment and think: Is my life under threat? Is this going to be a lethal attack coming my way or not? And then, you know, do I need to stop the attacker lethally to get him to stop, or can I take a, a lower measure? And so, I mean, thank yes. God, you know, I, yes. I, I and I think, by the way, Drago, yeah, no, yeah. Sane, and I think sane people go through that decision in their mind quickly. I mean, those of us that have been through concealed carry courses, by the way, you're taught how to make even some of those life-threatening decisions, and what do you do immediately? Because last thing we, any of us want to do, of course, is take somebody else's life, no matter what. I mean, even if it is a bad guy, you know, we want to do our best to not get to that point. So they teach you those things and how to make those decisions literally in a split second. And I think, you know, sane humans do very well at making those decisions. Of course, insane individuals don't because they're the ones doing the perpetrating in the first place, you know, Drago. Uh, so to your point, yes, I do think you have to look at this in a very measured way. And I'm by no means sentence the other side pushes and keeps pushing the higher the chance of that happening is. Well, yeah, that, that's true. So I guess, okay, we, we, we have the self-defense principle, but, and then there's a lot of interpretation when someone feels, you know, one person in a situation feels threatened, the other person doesn't. So there is a little bit of a personality component. Uh, but let me, w one thing I struggled with as I thought about um, Christ, right? You know, Christ, I mean, he used words to, to repel violence. So let's say the, the woman caught in adultery. Right. You have the people who are about to stone her to death. Um, you know, he used the words and defeated them, right? And, and you know, right. whoever has you no know, sin cast a stone. But then the question I ask, well, what if they didn't listen? What would Jesus have done? Would he have started fighting them physically? No, 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 put the rock down, whatever, right? Well, we don't know. We, we, we don't have no, that. I mean, hand, he but... threw the money changers out of the temple, Drago. Well, right, but the context there is that was in the kingdom of God. Correct. You know, so Jesus wasn't trying to do a revolution against Rome, even though people wanted him to. No, he was actually he doing a revolution trying... against the powers that be, spiritually speaking. Right. So I guess that's the question is politically, you know, there's a religious uh, component we all got to focus on. So is there any political justification for action where that's where I'm not sure? Because yeah. even when Peter defended Christ and cut right. the guy's ear off, Christ said, well, no, what are you doing? You know, put yeah, the, and yet there's other the parts of Scripture where he tells the disciples to make sure they you know, have their sword on them and go forward. 
Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. There is a mystery there, what what, what that means necessarily. Yeah, right? so yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, that, by the way, great article. These are great things to think through and talk about. I mean, personally, do I believe we're there yet? Thank God, no, I don't feel we're there yet, Drago. Are we approaching that? I, I think, honestly, a lot of it comes down to what happens in you know this next election and maybe even the one after that as to what happens there. Uh, I will say that there are a lot of people that are starting to get very, very irritated and fed up with the way things are right now. And if the other side isn't careful, they're going to create and awaken a monster they wish they hadn't. Well, but there's, well, there's also like the game theory of uh, the other side would want to provoke an overreaction and then frame that as a correct. I mean, you know, you know that you know that yep, game. Too, that's right? right. That's exactly no. The, this is this is great conversation and. Again, we're not going to fix all this today. We'll have you back again here next month and talk a little more about it because th- this is really great, and I think people really do need to think through this. Christian or not, Drago, I think they really need to think through what would this involve? How you know? How would we get to that point? What would happen you know, after the fact? And again, those of you listening, we'll have the links up for these articles uh, in our notes a little bit later. But Drago, always a joy having you, man. And again, you're not here on accident. This was meant to be, sir. Thanks for having me, John, and I, I welcome the discussion. And if your if your uh, listeners have opinions on this, like please, you know, if you go to Drago Life and comment in the article, um, you know, it's an ongoing discussion. I don't have the answers, but um, I do have the questions to ask. There you go. So uh, I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate yep. you, Drago. We'll have you back again too. Let's not do so long this next time. Yes, absolutely. All right, man. Appreciate you very much. And congratulations on your new baby. Geno's Auto Services next. Speaking of babies, keep that vehicle of yours running well as we head into winter. There's a great suspension deal at Geno's right now. Geno'sAutoService.com. Geno's with a J. Geno's Auto Service is promoting a smooth ride with special savings on struts. Your struts play a big part in the handling of your vehicle and the comfort in your ride. This month, purchase two Napa Quick Struts and earn a $50 prepaid Visa card. Purchase four Napa Quick Struts and you'll receive a $150 prepaid Visa card. Updating and replacing struts are important to the structure holding your tires, the brakes, and steering system. Geno's is celebrating 40 years in business, serving Colorado families in Littleton. We back up our work with Napa's nationwide 36-month, 36,000 miles peace of mind warranty. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. We're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. We invite you to check out all our Google reviews. Enjoy a smooth ride and get either a $50 or $150 prepaid Visa card with a new strut purchase. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. That's Geno's with a J. Visit us online at genosautoservice.com. Veteran Windows and Doors, 35% off. We're going to have Dave on, by the way, at 3 o'clock tomorrow to find out exactly how all this works out. And there's free installation through the month of September. Find him at klzradio.com. When you use Veteran Windows and Doors, you can trust that the installation will always be done correctly. With the rain and drastic changes in temperature daily, you may have noticed your windows or doors letting in cold and hot air. Or worse, water seeps in through your windows or doors, damaging your drywall and your home. This can happen due to improper installation or poor quality products, which occurs far too often with other companies. But Veteran Windows and Doors guarantees that both their installation process and products they use will always meet and exceed code. And with Veterans, you will not have leaks or drastic temperature changes inside your home. You want your windows and doors to do their job by keeping the weather outside, keeping your home comfortable inside. So you need a trustworthy company that will do the job right. That's Veteran Windows and Doors. Reach out to them today by going to klzradio.com slash window. That's klzradio.com slash window. Group insurance analysts. And again, anything you need insurance-wise, especially those of you looking for business insurance, it's e-gia.com. Finding the right home and auto insurance can be confusing, and picking the wrong plan can cost you thousands of dollars more out of your pocket. You need an expert in home and auto insurance to help you find the best coverage that fits your needs and at the very best premium. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance, and his team of home and auto insurance specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you shop the market so that you get the right coverage at the right price. GIA never charges fees, and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Receive the local hands-on service that you don't get with a call center or online. Whether it is your home, auto classic car, or liability insurance, 
GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. Get more without paying more. All right. Any electrical problems you have around the house and wanting to add even different things? And, you know, there's always something, hey, I'd like an outlet here. I'd like to do something over there, or I'd like to change this around. Genesis can do all of that for you. 883-236-6797, or go right to klzradio.com. When Dustin at Genesis 13 Electric started his business, he knew how important it was to build a legacy through family values. He saw other companies missing critical components like quality, communication, and most of all, building a respectful and loyal team. If you read any of their 113 five-star reviews on Google, you will see that his family's commitment makes for extremely satisfied customers who have become lifelong patrons of Genesis 13 Electric. Dustin and his team take the sting out of a potentially bad situation by partnering with you as an extension of his family, treating you with respect and thoughtfulness. They communicate throughout your appointment with GPS trackers, phone calls, and text messages. And his staff is friendly and accessible for follow-ups as needed. The legacy that Dustin and the team at Genesis 13 Electric are leaving is one of faith, family, and a job done right the first time. Reach out to Dustin for your appointment at KLZ. This is Josh with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers. Jane with Faith Church in Loveland said, I have worked with Business Equipment Service for almost seven years. As office manager, I will not change service providers. BES offers excellent service and I recommend them to anyone who asks. If you are looking into purchasing office equipment or have a problem with equipment you currently have, Give us a call at 303-825-5664. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, quick segment here because we went long with Drago, but I appreciated that, and that was a great segment, and it's really thought-provoking, and all, something I think all of us need to think about is, you know, at what point in time, you know, when is that tipping point? At what point in time does something like that happen? And folks, I am not smart enough to give you that answer. I can tell you that it's not right now, despite what I think a lot of folks might think, nor do I think it's time for any kind of a civil war, because no, we're not there yet. We still have other means to the end. In this case, politics, voting, getting the vote out, being smart with our candidates, you know, some of the things that, that we talk about here on a daily basis when it comes to strategies and just all the different things going on. Is it over yet? No. Is the other side doing every single thing they possibly can to take things over for themselves? Absolutely they are. Absolutely. Their belief system is completely opposite of mine and ours. And, and I don't know any other way to say it. It's just the opposite of mine and ours. Most of you listening. I know there's some of you on the left that listen. You know, Thank you, by the way. I still appreciate that. Maybe one day you'll come to the, to the bright side, not the dark side. Again, all the things we talk about here on a routine basis, how you could look at the other side and say, oh, yeah, that's the side I want to be on. I mean, they're for the destruction of the family, the murdering of babies. Yes, the murdering of babies. In some cases, a lot of those folks on the left will allow abortions to happen all the way up to the day of delivery. Tell me that's not murder. It is. You can slice that up any way you want to, but it is murder, plain and simple. There's no other way to explain it. They're for heavy taxation, meaning they take from the you know, one group of individuals and give to another. They have no problem doing that whatsoever. They don't care that inflation exists or that we borrow ourselves to, you know, to the moon and back. Debt to them makes no difference, even though it's going to crush the country and it's already hurting the economy today. Living above your means instead of under it, which is a country we're not doing, and individually, in a lot of cases, we're not doing it. I can keep, those of you that are on the left, I can just keep going down the list. And if you want to come back to me and say, well, yeah, but we, you know, we believe in social justice, well, tell me how that works out. You may believe in it, but it doesn't work because there's no such thing, by the way. As I say constantly, there's no such thing as being equal. It doesn't exist. It's a fallacy. It's a pipe dream. You may want it, just like people in hell want ice water, but it doesn't exist. So keep thinking that way, but you're not going to get it. And I, again, I could go 
policy after policy after policy that the left believes in, I can dismantle very easily one chunk at a time. It's not that difficult. Really, at the end of the day, it's good versus evil or control versus freedom is probably a better way for me to even say it. The left wants control. The right wants freedom. It's that simple. I can sum it up in two words. Control versus freedom. The left wants to control. The right wants you to be free to make your own decisions and choices. Exactly like God himself did for us. He gave us free will and the ability to choose the freedom to choose what we want. Not in any kind of a controlling way, which is opposite, again, of what most people think. Even those that are Christians, by the way, I think sometimes miss that. But literally, the option to choose what we want to do, the freedom to do so. It is, again, good versus evil, freedom versus choice, versus control, I should say. Choice versus control. That sums it up. I don't know any other way to say it. If you're on the left and you want to debate me on that, be my guest. I think you'd have a hard time debating that because that's all your side believes in is control. Tell me what to do. Tell me how I need to cook. Tell me what I need to eat. Tell me what I need to cook on. Tell me what kind of car I need to drive, how far I can drive, where I can travel. I had an article today I didn't get a chance to get to talking about air travel in Europe. They want to restrict that for environmental reasons. I mean, come on, folks. Tell me that's not control. Every aspect of your life the left wants to control. We on the right are more of, you know, as long as you don't hurt me, go for it. Have at it. Knock your socks off. Two completely different ways of looking at life. And I do believe that our way is the right way. Because anytime you give someone the choice to do whatever they want to do versus controlling them to do it, you have a better society. Every time in history where someone's tried to control the populace, it doesn't work out. Just doesn't work out, folks. Extreme Auto Repair is up next. Get your vehicle in, get it working, get it ready for winter, I should say. And at the end of the day, they've got Cooper tires, or tires, I should say, Goodyear as well, at cost. Find Extreme at klzradio.com. Everyone has had a bad experience getting car repairs done. And that's what motivates the team at Extreme Auto Repair. Trust. Extreme wants to build lasting relationships with their clients. So when their ASE master mechanics do inspections, they use a computer program to document the whole process. And if something doesn't seem right, they use a small camera to give you a video of the problem so you can see for yourself. Extreme Auto Repair is also a pillar in the Parker community. Having established their shop in 1999 in the same location that they use now, Sean and the staff at Extreme built their business on word of mouth, which says a lot about the confidence they inspire in their customers. Another trust indicator is that a large part of their business is built on repairing professional vehicles, ambulances, vans, and buses that can cause damage or even death if they break down. If ambulance services trust Extreme Auto Repair to maintain their vehicles, you should too. So go to klzradio.com slash extreme to schedule your maintenance, repair, or inspection today. High Five Plumbing, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Again, if you're looking for an upgrade, getting things done before winter hits, which, again, is just around the corner, please give them a call today, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing will come to you first when you need them the most. You wake up to water spraying everywhere in the middle of the night, and you don't know what to do. Thankfully, you realize you're a High Five Plumbing Club member. High Five Club membership costs $1.99 per year, just $16 per month, and includes preventive maintenance like an annual drain camera inspection and a water heater flush, a $600 value together, no service fees, and much more. It pays for itself with one visit. You'll also get priority scheduling, so they'll come to you first when you need them the most. High Five knows that yearly maintenance could prevent many of the unexpected calls they go on, and that's why they created the membership, to help customers with these necessary routine tasks that can cost a fortune without it. And with wintertime fast approaching, now is the perfect time to start your membership and prevent those winter problems like bursting pipes and clogged drains, and to be ready in an emergency. Just call High Five for that today at 1-877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Or go to klzradio.com slash plumbing to learn more about the High Five Club. Resolve, no need 
your home remodels. You may have a big project you've been putting off thinking about doing, and you're thinking, you know what? I just need to pull the trigger on that. Find out exactly how that would work for you. Call Premier Home Remodels today. Find them at klzradio.com. Premier Home Remodels is the full-service remodeling company for your individual needs. Remodeling your home does not have to involve tearing down your entire house or even half of your home. Premier Home Remodels will work with you on any remodeling idea you have, regardless of the size, as they want to build long-term relationships with all their customers. They can help you complete a small remodel now, even if it is only your kitchen cabinets, while assisting you in planning for the future home you want when you want it. Premier Home Remodels will guide you to your end home goal and will incrementally work with you towards your dream home. With Premier Home Remodels over 50 collective years of experience, they can handle any size remodeling project. And they want to earn your trust by offering a free consultation and evaluation so you can decide together what is best for your home. To start the conversation for your home remodel, go to klzradio.com remodel. All right, Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning. As I said earlier, if you're looking to do something on a furnace, a high-efficiency furnace, and save money this winter, they'd love to help you out. Financing is available as well. Find them at klzradio.com. Father and son, Doug and Hunter, and the team at Cub Creek Heating and AC know what good old-fashioned integrity means. They've been in business since 1997, and they approach service the same way they did when they started. They look at every job like it's their own home because they always want to be sure they can sleep at night with a clear conscience. They don't go for upsells. They give you options, and you can decide what's right for you. Cub Creek breaks down your charges in an itemized list while they're in your home to avoid surprises. That's why when people want a second opinion on their HVAC needs, they call Doug and Hunter at Cub Creek Heating and AC. And most importantly, Doug and Hunter are not only technicians, they are craftsmen, and they take incredible pride in their work. That's why they're proud, exclusive Ream Heating and Cooling Pro Partners. Contact Doug and Hunter of Cub Creek Heating and AC today by going to klzradio.com HVAC. Now, back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing where every call ends with a high five. All right, we are back. Scott Garlis joining us now. Scott, first off, before we get going, how do folks get a hold of you, sir? Sure. Uh, they can check out porterandcompanyresearch.com. Um, I'm uh, responsible for a product called Well Signals. We have a bunch of other products they can see as well. But we have a lot of different uh, stock and bond recommendations that can help a lot of people out trying to grow their wealth. All right, a couple of things, and we've got a lot to talk about. We'll try to get through as much of this as we can. The UAW, big big news, as you know, and I see that strike. I don't know what Wall Street thinks, but as a car guy myself and knowing the guy that's in charge, I don't see an end to this anytime soon. What are your thoughts, and what does Wall Street think? Yeah, I no, I think Wall Street's thinking the same thing. Uh, they're, they're sort of worried right now, as you can see, about, the stock market is so awful. They're worried about the spending power of the consumer, what this means to the economy, um, how much things might slow down. And then they're thinking about that in the face of all the rate hikes the Fed has put in place and what yields are doing, uh, yields, the, the yield of 10-year bonds that's going up. So they're worried that all these forces combined are going to choke off growth. And, you know, the U.S. is going to find itself in a recession if this carries out for a long time. I don't think they're too wrong in their analysis that kind of feeds into the fed they didn't do anything on rate hikes although they've sort of signaled they may do one in november which again these knuckleheads they don't know what's going to happen between now and november including what's going to happen with the strike and so on these guys just absolutely scott i wish i could get in a room with them because they just drive me nuts i wish i knew what their thought process really was because they're just total knuckleheads completely i mean so the the things that were really different yesterday. It was uh, something called a dot plot that's put out every quarter, and it's the, the board members and the regional Fed bank presidents. They put their expectations for economic growth, uh, rate hikes or cuts, inflation. And what they did was next year, uh, they still expect the Fed to cut interest rates, but only two times instead of four times previously, and they still penciled in a rate hike again for this year. And they raise their expectations for economic growth, which I, I'm sure I don't that, see it. You know, 
Yeah, and, and so I think Wall Street's starting to have a hard time struggling with that, too, because they're looking at a lot of different incoming data from the consumer that isn't really saying good things. You know, last week, uh, I believe it was last week, at the beginning of this week, we had retail sales numbers for last month, and they picked up. But the only reason they picked up it's because people are paying more for gas. Right. If you cut out, if you cut, cut that out, gasoline, out it, hadn't, it hasn't gone up. Yeah, it's actually starting to fade right. on a monthly basis, and so they're they're really worried about that. And the, the big thing with that is, and if gas prices are going up and they're spending more because of gas prices, that means they have less disposable income to spend on anything else. Correct. Yeah, m- most people live on a very, as you know, fixed income or a budget, even. Uh, even those that aren't living on a super fixed income put enough money away, you know, for retirement and other investments and so on. So they live on X amount. And once there's only, you know, once there's X amount less in said bucket, they spend less. Well, so what worries me even more to that point is we talked about this last week with the San Francisco Fed, and this sort of drives me nuts about the Fed just said yes or no. The San Francisco Federal Reserve put out a report recently saying, "Hey, look, we've done the studies. We looked at the numbers." the consumer is running out of excess COVID savings. They think it's going to be gone by the end of this quarter, which is the end of this month, right. or it's going to be gone early in the fourth quarter. Now, if you look at a couple of the other numbers, at the end of last year, the average household had $10,000 in credit card debt. Okay. That, same, that same San Francisco Fed report that consumers are running out of excess savings and they're starting to put more money on credit cards just so they can keep up. Hmm. And so then you look at the credit card data from the New York Federal Reserve, and it has taken off. It's grown 15% per year over the last two years. So that $10,000 number at the end of 22 is a lot higher, and interest rates have gone up more. So what you're looking at is a consumer going more into debt having to pay much more right. on their credit cards than they were before. So that means that disposable income situation is getting even worse, which, again, I look at that and I think about those things, and then we talk about the high gas prices, too, eating into that same thing. I just don't see good things happening economically right now when you start to think about all those factors. Oh, I agree with you, and I think that's where people need to be extra cautious of you know, what they're doing and what they're spending money on and being wise with, you know, even investments and things along those lines. And again, most of my listeners are pretty sharp on that and listen to you and and I think do very well, you know, although there's always folks listening that are on that, you know, fixed income, Scott, where there's only a certain amount of money and all these things do have a huge impact. And they're trying to figure out, you know, just at the end of the day, how do I, you know, how do I still make ends meet, you know, keep my family happy, and all of that, and, and it—I'll just tell you—it's not easy. In this, and, and this is no. where you know, politically speaking, I just keep coming back to: How does a current incumbent, whether that's Joe Biden or Gavin Newsom, you know, how does a incumbent party, maybe is what I should say, you know, win an election yeah. when they haven't got this stuff dialed in? I, th- I think the statistics are highly stacked against them. It's almost impossible. Um, yeah, I mean. You know, that's one of the things that the Democrats ran against Trump with after COVID was like, look what this guy did to the economy. Now, right. the former President Trump's defense, he had nothing to do with it. No, that. he didn't. That was no, COVID. that's COVID right. Was way, but, but they used it against him, and that, you know, that didn't help at all. And I think if you go back to history and look at other presidents that oversee an economy that's not doing well, it usually winds up shooting because at the end of the day, you know, what's the guy, uh, Jimmy Carville, the, who's uh, the advisor for Clinton, even seven years ago, is that it's, it's all about the economy. That's right. It's, it, it it, really it's, that's right. That's right. And, and, and really, it is. Okay, okay, so going back to just overall how the Fed's looking at things, and I just don't see how they could justify another rate increase in November, given that I think this UAW strike, which – Again, I don't think the average person nor even the Fed, because they frankly don't understand that industry, the amount of tentacles that go out from that into other parts of the industry and the amount of, you know, even just consumable parts and things that get made by some of those same, 
you know, uh, suppliers, I guess I should say, same manufacturers, Scott, that will be affected by this UAW shutdown. Uh, what people don't realize is the same person making parts for the OEM, you know, for the manufacturer making new cars, is in a lot of cases the same company or the same manufacturer making parts for the quote-unquote aftermarket that keep cars running. It's the same manufacturer, and if there's a problem on one side of the equation, it affects the other side as well. Yes, yes. And it's just, to, to your point, like, think of if people trying to visualize this and understand it, think about what we saw with the supply chains during COVID. Right. When one part, when one part of that fell apart, it had ripple effects That's all right. over the place. That's that nobody, right. Nobody anticipated. And we haven't but, even, you yes. know, keep, keep in mind, Scott, and you know this, we haven't even caught up production-wise, you know, on, on the automotive side. We haven't even filled all of the orders and things that are out there, and yet we're going to now go through a three-company strike that I predict lasts at least four weeks, and I wouldn't be shocked if it doesn't go the full six that he says he's got payroll to cover. Uh, I will be surprised yep. if it doesn't go that long, Scott. Yeah, and, you know, again, I think what, if you, four weeks is one-twelfth of the year, right? That's like 8% of the year. Then you start thinking about things in those terms. I mean, that's, that's huge. a huge deal for the economy. That's right. Yeah, it's huge. Very much so. I mean, GM already, you know, has talked about, I believe, yesterday, 2,000 workers they want to go ahead and shuttle. Ford had 600. That number will increase. The UAW is talking yeah. about striking against other plants. Fort Wayne, Indiana for the GM plant. I've got some inside knowledge on that where I think they're going to strike there next and they're going to hit a Ford plant in Michigan. I mean, these guys aren't stopping, Scott. They're 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 going to just keep whittling away at it until they get what they want. And by the way, they may never get what they want and I don't think they care if they crush the company in the process. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they, they want to get paid, and so they don't, like, that's come hella high water, right? And right. That's, that's the whole point. So if it's if board suffers, they don't care. Otherwise, why would they strike? That's right. Yeah, yeah. at the end of the day, they, they don't care about that suffrage that at the end of things. And, again, they don't care how many other people get sucked into this. And, by the way, this will affect everybody. Some are saying, oh, I don't care. I only use car anyways. Well, um you will when it comes time to replace said car if need be. And this is the other thing people forget about, Scott, which, again, no one in the news media is talking about. As prices and the values of cars go up, so does everything else it takes to keep that car running, including the insurance cost as well. Because as your car becomes worth more, right. the cost to insure it goes up. Yeah, right, because if you have to replace it... That's right. Everything across the board, because of this, will now go up. I mean, I've been telling people, if you've been thinking about buying a newer used car, you better do it now, because once this is over, it doesn't matter whether there's a 15% agreement that's made or a 40% agreement that's made on wages. One way or the other, prices are going up, Scott. Yeah, and then, you know, you got to think about that in, in terms of inflation, too. Right. I mean, we're, just start, we're just starting to get inflation sort of getting back closer to where the Fed is feeling more comfortable with it. And now if we send it in the other direction, the Fed might have to start raising rates even more. And if we think about the pain that the economy is experiencing because of that right now, it'll even get worse. Think about what that's right. Yes. And think that's about right. what it do to those indebted households. If all of a sudden we're not talking about one more rate hike, we're talking about yeah, the only other the only other thing that could happen, depending upon how bad it gets, this is where it could backfire for, you know, the UAW is if it gets so bad that people just stop moving, they stop driving, they just do other things, they cut way, way, way back, and fuel consumption even goes way down. Well, now you have a regression of the economy, not an inflation. Even though everything costs more, they just stop spending, and there's a retraction, not an inflation. So the, the yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, right, we wind up in a, with a serious economic thing. Yeah, and, that, and that's the other flip side to it. So neither one is good, by the way. And this is something, again, I don't think the Fed's even looking at, because no offense, they don't understand the car world. Correct. Now, what I'm actually interested in from all of this is, is Elon Musk going to come out as a winner in this situation? Yes, because he doesn't have union crews, right? Well, and, and a lot of them will, by the way. It's not just him. It's Toyota, Hyundai, Honda, Mercedes, Nissan, Mango down the list. I mean, other than the big three, the rest of them will all come out winners. Yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, so it'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens. So something like Tesla stock. Now, I, I just, 
yeah, but the, the economy, the economy stands to lose end of the day. That's right. The broader economy gets. That's right. I mean, here in a couple of weeks, we'll talk more. We'll see where things are are at, and keep a close eye on this. But I venture to guess this is not the last time you and I are going to talk about this. Uh, I would say you're right. So, all right, one more time. How do they find you, Scott? PorterandCompanyResearch.com. All right, perfect, man. Appreciate you very much, and we'll keep a close eye on what's going on. John, thanks so much. You bet, man. Have a great night. Appreciate you very much. As always, Flesh Law is next. Make sure that he's on your side, or if you need him, that you have him on your side, I should say. 303-806-8886. Get relief from Flesh and Beck Law. You just got in an accident, so you call the police. You make sure you get a thorough record of the scene. Then after the initial adrenaline wears off, your mind starts to swirl with all the things you need to do. Insurance claims, car repairs, doctor visits, medical bills, on top of the physical pain you're in. Flesh and Beck will give you relief from the financial stress so that you can focus on healing. Call Flesh and Beck immediately after your accident for a free consultation. Then you can rest while they talk to your insurance company. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh will relieve your burden of financial worries. All you need to do is to call him right now at 303-806-8886. Call Kevin Flesh immediately after the accident and get relief from the financial stress of an injury. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. CastleRockCryotherapy.com is a place to go to book an appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner. Are you looking for a healthcare provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and integrative healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. Broken Garage Door, Pops Garage Doors is the place to call, 719-399-1089. Do the job right the first time is not just a saying. It's the founding principle of Pops Garage Door. Pops understands the importance of a seamless experience when it comes to repairing your garage door. And that is why they are committed to excellence with a quality of service you can only get from family. As a family-owned business, Pops' team of expert technicians will treat you with that same care and respect they give to their family. They will service your garage door right the first time, with no pressure to upsell or too-good-to-be-true deals. Pops Garage Door doesn't just do customer service. They do family service, providing a free inspection and estimate to ensure your garage door is fixed the first time out. And with over 275-star Google reviews, you can be confident Pops will treat you well. Let Pops Garage Door do the job right the first time for you by going to klzradio.com garage. That's klzradio.com garage. Is solar right for you? Call Alan Davis and find out. 303-378-7537. Alan Davis knows that you value your energy independence. He also knows you would want your own personal power production facility if you could. That can happen today with solar panels and a battery system if you need it from Level Engineering. There is great pride in ownership and knowing that no one else can cut off your electricity and keep you from achieving complete energy freedom. KLZ listeners have taken these brave steps working with Alan. The typical benefits include no increase ever in your power bill, no additional bill due to the smart meter the power company has installed, and great savings on your power bill, usually only about 65 to 75% of the amount you were going to pay the power company. Most everyone who now has solar is thrilled that they got it, just like some of our KLZ listeners. They love the freedom from the power company it gives them, and they loved the huge tax credit, too. Call Alan Davis for a no-obligation quote. Call 303-378-7537. That's 303-378-7537. 
Golden Eagle Financial, get free dinner and a free analysis. Call Al today. Find him at klzradio.com. Whether you want to give to others, travel the world, or just retain your lifestyle, Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial can help you make it a reality. Al will carefully look over your assets with your wants and needs in mind to plan for volatility, performance, and expenses. He has the experience of knowing when volatility will be outside of your risk tolerance. He also takes into consideration your own wants and needs and realistically helps you to organize your expenses. And most importantly, his 30 years in the field helps him to anticipate market changes and respond in the most responsible, proactive way. Al will document your financial plan like a roadmap so you can understand it as well as refer to it when you need to. Whether you're approaching retirement or already there, contact Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial today at klzradio.com money. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. All right, Bruce Simmons, our reverse mortgage professor. Find him at klzradio.com. A reverse mortgage can make sense for you if you are properly prepared. KLZ's reverse mortgage professor, Bruce Simmons, can help make sure you are ready. Many things you do not need to do first, like paying your bills off first or making certain repairs. And sometimes you will need to shore up some things on the home title or a repair that Bruce knows will be needed for the appraisal. The point is you can be prepared for a reverse mortgage and move now rather than waiting. In an interest rate increasing environment, acting quicker rather than later puts more money in your pocket. Call Bruce Simmons for a free consultation at 303-467-7821. That's 303-467-7821. Or schedule online now at klzradio.com slash reverse. And MLS 409914 American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you shop the market so that you get the right coverage at the right price. Whether it is your home, auto, classic car, or liability insurance, GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, that's it for today. If you missed the first hour, of course, Dr. Kelly Victory, Steve House will be up. You can listen to them in their entirety from 6 to 7. Tomorrow, movies are new, Expendables 4 and Dumb Money. And then Movie Rental Hour is Old Guy Action Movie. Start texting us your answers on that as well. Find us at RushToReason.com. Have a great night, guys. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.